want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. Welcome to Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Now, did you notice I did not say and? I'm you wor- did not say it. I'm working. I was expecting it. I was literally sitting here. He's going to say and. <laughs> I paused, and I had to work it out in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. You did good. <laughs> I'm growing. I'm learning. It's only taking me, what, what episode are we on total? I can't even remember. This is episode eight of two, so. Um... That's probably like, what, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. We're on episode 20. Cool. <laughs> hey, all right. Only 20 episodes. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is bootlegging a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Um, this is your host Colton and Chris, and today we are talking about episode eight of the second season, uh, entitled Two Boats and a Lifeguard." Um, right. Now, obviously, it's a joke. I made a joke about it last podcast, and it sounds like a joke. Yeah. I completely forgot about the joke itself, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it is actually a joke." Other than with what Nucky says when we get the line in the episode, did you get anything out of the title? Uh, I thought it was going to have more to do with the um, like shipments coming in, right? Just because you know that's that's the only uh, mention of boats that we've had so far in the uh, in the whole series, except for you know the the Commodore, uh, right? And the yacht club that they're a part of. But yeah, that's, I, I thought it was going to have more to do with that. But um, me, I guess it was a. Uh, well, you know, we we find out a little bit more what exactly that's actually pertaining to. Obviously, these titles, like we've said before, have, you know, little hidden meanings yeah. and um, pertain to a lot of different things in the episodes. But uh, I think there's one one thing in particular that we uh, find out closer to the end of the episode that they, they really kind of... Uh, they named this this episode for that reason. Okay. Now, overall, what did you think of this episode? Um, it was pretty good. I mean, uh, honestly, not considering what we've seen so far this season. Okay. It wasn't as explosive at all, for sure. Um, you know, a lot of progression with the characters. Um, th- that's pretty much it, though. I mean, it was there was a couple of scenes where it was like, wow, this is, you know, this is going to be important maybe later on in the season but for what happened within the episode it was kind of you know okay fine that's this is happening um okay but yeah yeah i thought it was more of a just a you know to give more more story to the characters i agree um it's not last episode was such a big episode that this is (sighs) Okay, we've talked about this before. Um, with Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, the it's the last episode is not the big episode. It's the it's right, the second to right. last. Exactly. I feel like this is kind of like that. It's last episode was a big one, and then this is your fallout episode. It's yeah. it's not the end of the season, but we're seeing a fallout of a very major event, which right. it makes for in a way, I guess, slow TV, a slow story, but at the same time. It keeps you watching because you're like, oh, yeah. cool. Like, okay, 
because there's still a big thing that happens in this episode, which makes you right, want to come back. Right. But it is a little bit slower. There's a lot. There's a lot less bloodshed. Actually, I don't think there's. Well, no, I say there's no bloodshed. One person dies, but um, there's no bloodshed right. from it. You know, it's this is more just. I guess everybody coming to terms with what's actually happening, if that makes any sense. Right. Right. Now, I did have the. Uh, I pulled it up on my phone just really quick. It's. <laughs> this is, just makes me laugh even reading it, though. This is the IMBD summary of the episode. Uh, when the feds serve Eli a subpoena, the trauma causes his father to have a heart attack, and Nucky announces to his rivals that he's retiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's more to it than that's that. About but it. That's about <laughs> That's essentially the big, the big plots. So... Thanks, thank you all for listening in. This has been bootlegging. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, we can wrap this one up quick. Man, all right. All right. A lot of a lot of people are going to be happy. That last episode was an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes. So this one's at uh, five minutes. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's th- th- those are the two big things, and that's kind of how we have uh, this episode grouped out. I really, honestly, have my notes set up as to talk about Nucky and Jimmy, and that's honestly it. Right. And then I have some side information about um, Agent Michael Shannon, about Angela's sure. storyline, and some minor stuff uh, about kind of the, the meeting of the heads of everybody. But that's really all I have. I just feel like there's really not more to this story other than Nucky and Jimmy in this in this um, episode. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they, they, they focus a lot on those two, so it's... Um... You know, yeah, that's what this episode's about. All right, cool. Well, if you're good to go, then we can just go ahead and jump right into. I say we talk about Jimmy's story to begin with, really. Yeah. Um. So we first find out that uh, Jimmy is when we first see Jimmy for this episode, he's meeting with um, not meeting. I'm sorry, he's on the phone with Al. Like he comes out of the, the right. shower. Now, have you picked up Jimmy's limping a lot more? Yeah. Um, Have you noticed that? I, I yeah, and not only that, but like he looks rough in the face. Also, like I, he just it, it kind of seems like his his new position here has been giving him kind of a physical beating, right? Um, you know, he you're right. He's limping more. He looks tired as shit. Like I I remember watching the episode and um you know it it focused in on his face at one point. I was like, "Good lord, the dude's got like bags under uh-huh. his eyes." Like I I mean, he's 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 beat up and he's feeling it for sure. Now, I'm wondering because in it and I'll go into this a little bit more where I'm picking up on this and and you can chime in if you think I'm right or wrong on this. I feel that one, you're right. Like he's 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 looking rough in the face. A hundred percent, I agree on that. He's limping more. I'm noticing that. I feel like, in all honesty, and we saw this a little bit last season, that he's drinking an excessive amount. Oh, yeah. and for yeah. me to say that you're drinking a lot, so. <laughs> but I feel like that's all he's doing. He's trying to cover himself up. Like, you know, like right. it's just, like, I don't want to deal with any of this. This isn't working out how I want it. I'm just going to booze, booze, booze. And that's it. And I, I kind of wonder, cause I mean, we've, we've brought this up before. He's been having this internal battle, like all season, right. um, you know, trying to, uh, trying to bring to terms the, the two sides of his world, you know, his uh, trying to fit in with reality and with, with being a civilian and, 
trying to marry his new gangster position, which kind of uh, relates more to what he experienced over in the war, uh-huh. you know, being violent, doing things that he would not usually do in his civilian life. So I think um, I think that battle has just really taken a toll on him. And yeah. he's like you said, I mean, yeah, he's trying to just bury it because who wants to deal with trying to make sense of all of that? He's he's just using the drink to uh to escape from it. I, I agree 100%. I think that's what well, that's what's going on. And and I'll point that out later on as uh, when we get to a uh, there's a point in this specifically that I want to talk about. Um <clears throat> so we find out Angela hears him saying uh kill kill the fucker or or something along those lines. I don't remember, right? right. Or, or I told you to kill him or it was your idea or something like that. I don't remember the exact wording. Um yeah. I mean, it was specifically, you know, he he used Nucky's name. Oh, okay. And, it was I couldn't remember for yeah, certain. Yeah, he, he did say Nucky's name, and you know, you, you were supposed to kill Nucky, or he was supposed to kill Nucky, or whatever. Okay. Talking to Al about the the guy that they hired to, uh, you know, go do the deed, and so you know, Angela's standing there and overheard with or with her with their son, not with their son. Yeah, yeah. So th- this is now the opening. Jimmy is now having his two lives are now merging with this moment, right? right? Which I thought that was kind of interesting. He's trying to keep himself separated from her. And and in his head, I believe that he's trying to do that to to save her, right? Or to not save her, to like prevent her like from knowing exactly what's going on, right? Like I don't come home. I don't bring my work to home. I want to keep you separated, right? Right. Yet Nucky... In this exact same episode, tells um, Margaret, I don't want to hide in front of you. I want to talk to you. Right. And he's wanting right. to talk about that. It's kind of interesting to see the, the, the two parallels between them, that they're, they're going kind of – they're magnets in a way. They're opposites, you know? Yeah. But they're also they're one of the same, you know? Right. If, and I feel like – I feel like uh, now, now that you mentioned that um, – the thought kind of popped into my head that perhaps Nucky is finally at that point. I mean, he's been living that life for years now. Oh, yeah. The life that Jimmy just entered, right? So I, I guess Nucky now is ready to stop doing that. Like, he's ready to be more open. And he didn't he didn't get to have that chance with his wife because his wife died. So now he's, you know, starting to be more open with Margaret. He's, right. He's um, not, not hiding. He's not separating those two lives anymore. So... You're absolutely right. It's like two sides of a magnet uh, where Nucky is at the back end of of this lifestyle and Jimmy is going right into it and now seeing, you know, what it takes to to try to live this double life. And like we said, it's 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 showing in his face and in his body. Yeah. In his body language. No, 100 percent. I did. I, I just and we see later that they end up talking finally. You know that, so, and this is kind of one of the side stories I have with Angela. But um, they're they they do finally talk, which I really like to right. see that that they actually have finally like this heart to heart conversation. Now it's a, it's a weird bit of real honesty between the two because they've never really had that kind of conversation I th- because Jimmy's mom is always there to, well, to kind of and he, kibosh, and he right? even mentions that in the, in the conversation. Yeah. But 
it was like I what you were saying. This is like this real conversation. I feel like this is probably the first time we've seen a real conversation from them. Yeah, and not not in the whole the whole series, but in. I would say at least the last, like, this season. I think they've had one other yeah. kind of serious one. And then they had the one really serious conversation, like, right at the very end of last season. But, yeah. like, other than yeah. that, it's like they're just two strangers that are kind of living this facade of a life. You know, they're as, – exactly. as Jimmy – or not as Jimmy. As um, Richard has said when he's been over there, you have the perfect life, you know. And yeah. obviously he doesn't have the perfect life. It's all It's all fake, you know. Yeah. It's, you're keeping up with what I can't think of the saying right now, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so oh, uh, keeping up with the, the dormities at this point. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I it's we're going to jump a little bit with this, but I really do kind of want to talk about their conversation because to me, that was probably in all honesty, that was probably one of the highlights of this episode. Yeah, was, yeah absolutely. Because I don't like Angela. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't like I don't like her. And this episode really makes me not like her. But I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, I, I just I like seeing them have this conversation. I really do. Yeah. They're finally talking that he even and he tells her straight up what's happening because she's like mentions I've seen blood on you. And he says he's like, I'm selling I'm selling liquor. Like, what else do you want to know? And, and it's really abrupt too. He's just like he doesn't skirt well, at I'm all. Selling, yeah, I'm selling booze. Right. <laughs> just really going at. But going she takes her. it well. She's just like, okay, oh, yeah, all right. Well, I wish she had told me. Like, right. <laughs> which makes me wonder. Then you know, like, if they had had a mature conversation, had they had instead of just being you know husband wife, and then that's it. Like, there's nothing else. It's literally just your husband and your wife. It, there's no other connection to them. Right. You know, maybe they had actually, maybe they would have had something else going on because, yeah, I think so too. I mean, if she's going to take it that that you know easily, maybe you could have confided in her earlier, and maybe things would have been you know a little easier. Now, when they have that conversation, and she asks him just point blank, "Why did you marry me?" and he says, "Because I love you." Do you think that he honestly means it? <sighs> Uh, maybe in some sense, uh, you know, there's uh, it, it's been mentioned in, you know, many movies and shows before that there's there's different types of love. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So and maybe in some sense, uh, he absolutely did. He he does mention, you know, well, we share a child together. So that's kind of why we got married, which, you know, can be a kind of of connection, a kind of love between two people. But um I don't think it's in the sense that um, it's not like in the romantic sense of love, right? Right. It's it's more of a mutual respect, I suppose. Um, at least coming from Jimmy's side, um, I can't say that's the same coming from Angela because probably the reason you were saying I hate Angela, <laughs> and we'll get into that later. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. It, it, in some sense, in Jimmy's mind, he does have some kind of love for Angela. I just don't think it's the kind of love that would have um, would have made a marriage work and last. I feel that I feel that he like legitimately like I do feel that he loves her. Like I feel yeah. that it is I kind of like what you're saying, but I do believe it's a little more than that. But I don't know if it's a healthy love. 
if I'm right. gonna like kind of go back on myself a little bit when I'm saying this, I do feel that he actually loves her. I feel that he, and it's not just a you're the mother to my child. Because here's the thing: if that was the situation, he would have married her a long ass time ago. He would have married her right. season one, right? He would right. have married her while she was pregnant. No, he waited yeah. and he married her later. Okay, that's true. That's true. I think he legitimately does love her. I I do feel that they, but and I'm putting a, a, a I'm, I'm I'm extending my chin out when I say this, but a big old but. <laughs> I think that he also at the same time is like, I love you. You will st- you will be here for me. You will be. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. And that's not her. Like that is not right. that is not who she is. But I also think that it's kind of like that weird relationship you have where I'm trying to think of like how to best like put this like because they're high school sweethearts. And I'm not saying that everybody that's high school sweethearts doesn't work out. There's plenty of people from that are high school. My aunt and one of my aunt and uncles have been married for they're going on. Oh, my God. They're going on like 40 something years met when they were 15 years old. You're right. So high school sweethearts, 100 percent. They can work out. You know, but it's a difficulty, you know? Yeah. And I just feel that from the beginning, they were kind of thrown into this situation. And he took it with the time period of, well, she is pregnant. You know what? I kind of maybe I should actually marry her. I don't really want to, but maybe I should. And I think he's and this is going to sound weird, but I feel like maybe he's forced himself to love her, if that makes any sense. And now he can't turn it off. And and it could change next episode. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's kind of like it. Their whole really, in a word, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> and I hate to say, say it weird, because we say it with his mom and now we're going to say it with his wife. It's just weird. Okay, that's going to be. It's, it's, it's really the only adjective we have. That's, that's the only way we have. To I'm going to get out of the source before the next podcast and I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, it is unusual. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is. It is it is weird and it's um they're I, I guess complicated. They're more like um, um you know they're more like and I don't mean I don't even think they're friends that are together because I don't think they're even friends. Right? Like right. like right. Me and my, they have different interests, obviously. I which mean is, Angela is very much artistic and you know, into into that whole scene. Which Jimmy used and to Jimmy be is Jimmy right, used to right. Be, he used to be, but he's he no be. longer he Princeton man. Right. Exactly. So, but he's no longer. So, right. and it's fine to have different interests. I feel like that's fine. Me and my wife, sure, we have different. Sure. You and your wife have different interests, yeah, right? Absolutely. So yeah. that's fine. It's just I don't know. They're, I don't even feel like they're friends. Like I will sit there and say, you know, my wife is my best friend. You know, right. We have different interests, though. We don't always see eye to eye, but yeah. we can sit there and we can have a conversation. Whether we're getting along or not, we can have a conversation at least. She's right behind you, isn't she? Yes, she is. And she's <laughs> making me say this. <laughs> um, but they're just like, they're just so void of everything. Like, they're like two ghosts living in a house, if that makes right. any sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, 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 they're playing house. That's they're, uh, they're, that's they're a perfect. Pretending. That's a perfect example. Yeah, they're they're trying to force this idea of, and they even mentioned that, like I guess society just expected us to to get married. So they're just playing these roles of, you know, this is my wife, 
This is my husband. It, we have a child together. We have this house. They're they're just playing these these parts. Which and, and to be like, fair, we're also taking this into it's 2018. This is 2021. This is 1921, right? right? So we do have to take that into account. I mean, shit, they couldn't even go to the uh, fucking beach without you yeah. know, like <laughs> yeah. And we'll get into. The, we'll talk about that the, in a the second. Decency police. Yeah. <laughs> I have at least 35 minutes to talk about bathing suits from the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we do have to take in the time period. We do. I believe that for the time period, I will go and say this, and I will go back on myself. I'm kind of like, you know, being a hypocrite here on my on my own words. For the time period, I will say this: they are probably being fairly mature for the time period, somewhat. Sure. You know. Yeah. So, um, really, that's so. That's really what I have for the like the Jenny and Angela. We kind of jumped a little bit on that one. So he's having the meeting without right and. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He doesn't exactly know what's happening because then after the meeting without he has uh, who is it? He goes to his dad's house and he has uh, uh, our, our ooh, one of my favorite characters, Mickey Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> OK, and I will go in. I will. T- I will go ahead and say it on this. This is the one episode so far. Doyle really does kind of piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love Doyle. I do love him. But dude, just shut the fuck up for one second. Yeah. Yeah, he starts talking shit, and it's just like Doyle, just shut up, dude. dude just, just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, so Doyle comes in with uh, Manny from Philadelphia. They're coming in to right. meet. Manny's there basically to kind of discuss, you know, what's been happening with um, his alcohol because he fronted uh, Jimmy that I think it was five thousand, if I remember. 5, it. Okay, yeah, and he's coming in to ask, you know, either my money, my booze, what's going on, right? Right. He makes a really good story, which I think kind of went over Jimmy at first about the hunter and bringing in the carcass of a deer. And I do kind of like what he was saying because he's basically telling him, like, I know you didn't shoot at Nucky. Do you even have the balls? Like, essentially, like, you can kill other people. Manny's not doubting that, right? Manny's not doubting that you can kill other people. Can you really kill him? Can you really do what needs to be done? You know? And that obviously hits a chord with Jimmy in this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and then that's a whole thing with, uh, that's going to like kind of go around because Jimmy's starting to really dislike Manny. Right. Yes. I mean, he's just, yeah, he's just something there. He's, he's a sword, uh, well, sort of Damocles is the, <laughs> right. The, uh, uh, what I'm thinking of, but he's there all the time. Manny is just hanging over his head. He owes this guy $5,000 or booze, which obviously there's complications there. Um, yeah, so, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just this, uh, this tension between him and Manny now. Um, but, and he even tells Doyle this during this meeting, like, this isn't the guy you want to fuck with. Like, and, and Jimmy knows that, like, you don't you don't mess with this dude because he will he will do what he needs to do to get, you know, to get his. So I imagine that probably has a lot to do with the uh, rapidly declining, um, you know, body and face of, of Jimmy as well as having this having that stress over his head. Well, it's definitely not helping. I mean, right? <laughs> I will say that it's it's definitely not helping his situation, any because I mean, he even mentions that later on, and we'll get into that in a second. 
with Jimmy because this is in the storyline. So, and spoiler alert, I'll go ahead and say it right now. We find out that uh, Nucky is giving up his uh, position, right? Right. He's no longer going to be the treasurer, and Jimmy is finding this, you know, celebration, if you will, right? Right. And so they're at the um, the supper club. Which right. is where this took place right at um, – he even mentions right at, a, what, a year and a half ago, uh, which was episode one. And yes. Ducky was making promises to people that he couldn't keep is how he's putting it and that they no longer need Nucky. That they, that they're now – what is it he says? That the, the kingdom will rise from the, uh, the, the, the water or something like that. Right. He's Poseidon, you know, and he's going to give yes. – the manna will flow forth into the world. And, <laughs> So Jimmy does this speech. We find out that the people that every single person pretty much that has betrayed Nucky is there. Okay. Including, yeah. including, uh, mutton chops man who, okay. <laughs> I have it in my Monopoly notes. To, I have it in my notes to talk about this tiny little second. And this may, this isn't a nitpick or anything like that. Cause I believe that that dude probably really dressed like that. Everybody else looks like these cool ass gangsters. They've got yeah, their right. like their, their their shirts are unbuttoned. You know, they've got their their uh, <laughs> they only have their uh, their vest on. They don't have their jacket. And this dude is there in a cane. Chops is there in full <laughs> full outfit. Regalia. It's like if you and me were to go hang out at a bar and be like, hey, you know what? Let's invite one of our dads to come along. And then our dad showed up in a suit. That's what this looks like. Like. Bro, you stay. Except that even like our dads would never show up in a fucking suit <laughs> no, to the bar. Well, true. So right, I would have a Hawaiian plaid shirt on. <laughs> yeah, and some flip flops. But <laughs> yeah, so like this this dude is even like even farther beyond that. Like, like you said, this is a, if we were at a bar in 2018, and this asshole walks in in a full suit. It's like what? What? <laughs> It just threw me off. I was Chill the like, fuck what? out, man. We're partying. This is a celebration. Dude, at least undo one button. Can you undo yeah, right? one button? <laughs> and he's like, and like some girls like sitting there hitting on him. Like, yeah, I was yeah. laughing. I was, oh my god, what was her name? Um, the the Texas girl. Oh my god. Um, I don't remember now. Oh, dated the um, she's dead now. R.I.P. But um, dated the multi millionaire. She was all over it. Oh my god. I am Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. This is the 1920s Anna Nicole Smith. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like all of the all of the girls at that party kind of were that because they were all just who here they has, were hanging off of somebody. Oh, was, every single one girls, of them was. There was booze. Yeah. It was it was one of those kind of parties. <laughs> Jimmy gives us gives his speech about it. And. I feel like that when he even gives the speech, like as he sits down, did you notice his ex- entire expression just went from like happy, happy, sits down and he's just like, I oh, don't yeah. fucking believe. Right back into the into the mood. Yeah. Like I don't believe a <laughs> word I just said, or like, yeah. uh, like I I don't know what's next. Like, yeah, he doesn't know. And then did you notice like Manny is staring at him? Like Manny's like, oh yeah, like because Manny knows. Like I. I like Manny, right? Like he's mm-hmm. the dude's a stone cold killer. Like that's what he yes. is. He's a stone cold killer, and he's a stone cold businessman, and that's it. And he knows how to pick out a lie, and he knows how to pick out people. Because I mean, up yeah. to this point, he's seen this guy. This guy owes him five thousand dollars. Um, they're at his dad's house, which is this huge mansion covered in right. animals and stuff like that. 
and you're claiming to have you're going to kill Nucky to get me this stuff, yet you haven't done it. But you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you still owe me either booze or liquor, and I haven't gotten yeah. either one. So yeah. that was a big, like, I just, I don't know, watching that, it's like you can tell that there's going to be something between them. Like yeah. there's and I think it's it's even Manny that um, <clears throat> he uh, Manny does, you know, toast Jimmy, but yes. he says, like, long live the prince. Which remember, and I thought that. Oh, go, go, huh? no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I kind of took that as a, a kind of a slight, just a slight to Jimmy from Manny. Like, you're not the king at all. You're the prince. No, it was. And just remember that. <laughs> no, 100%. Because remember what he said before? He called him Boyo. And he was. Right, and he said something yeah. about a boy. He was like, you're not a man. Right. Because he told exactly. him, he was like, he's like, were you standing behind your dad when he pulled the trigger? Like, as the right. hunter. No, he's still calling him not a king. No, he's still exactly. insulting him. He is still like, yep. you're a prince. Like, yep. that's all you are. You're a spoiled little prince. Like, right. That's how I took it. Hundred percent. That was how I took it. So yeah, you're right. Like he's he he sees right through Jimmy's bullshit because it, it right now it completely is bullshit. Yeah. Jimmy is a wreck at the moment. So he's he's not really in control. Um, he's just being propped up by his. Uh, I, I don't his know his fo- bloodline. That's I guess, it. Is really his followers or uh, yeah. the people that have backed him. Like that's all he right. needs. And. And we see now, and then this leads to where I'm talking about, where I'm seeing like the the drinking in him because he is he's drinking at this party, but every, oh, yeah. every, everybody's drinking, right? But when he's talking to uh, Mickey after the speech, he like oh he's hammered. yeah because remember you see him, he like <laughs> slams down the cup and like yeah the dude's drunk like he's even like standing like he's he's swaying a little bit uh-huh. and like kind of kind of stepping back and forth. I mean the dude's drunk. As shit at that point. Yeah. Like, that's... He's... And this is kind of how he was last season at the very end, when he was kind of letting himself right. get consumed by it. Yeah. Um, and we he, we see after the speech that him and Mickey are talking. Um, they're basically talking about, like, how they're going to have um, George Remus bring them in um, alcohol. I think it was... Uh, what It was medical... Medicinal alcohol, I think, or can, Canadian um, it was either medicinal or Canadian. I honest, I think it was medical. I know he he he. Um, it comes up in Nucky's storyline that he talks to the doctor about the medicinal right. alcohol. I, I think um, I think I Remus. Remember. I think Remus is also bringing in medical alcohol. Okay. I think is what he says because he says because um, Mickey says something like nice. He's like we can cut it down or something like that. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. So I think it was medical is what Remus is bringing in. Right. And so they're kind of talking about like what they're going to be happening, and Eli interrupts them to basically give Jimmy a warning of like, dude, you don't know what you're in for. Which I'll get into Not- Eli here in a minute because I hate Angela. I hate Eli fucking more in this episode. Yeah. Okay. I'll get into that in a minute, but <laughs> but I, I will say that I mean because he does he he tells Jimmy you know just watch out, but Jimmy blows him off like four times throughout the night. Yes, because I mean Eli Eli approaches him pretty early on, but they get interrupted to because by you know the other drunks and says ah oh, speech Jimmy right. give us a speech, um, 
And I mean, even after that, he gets dismissed like twice by Jimmy. And I mean, that's just Eli just got out of that position. Right. Nucky. He was already getting slapped, you know, slapped back by Nucky. So, hey, get out of here. We'll talk later. So he's just going right back into the same position under Jimmy. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen what that did to him. Uh huh. Eli is a crazy fucking bastard now. Right. <laughs> like he's off the deep end now. So he's just getting more of the same from Jimmy. And I'm sorry, but that's just that, that there's going to be some bad shit happening because of that. Absolutely. I 100 percent can see it because they, they, they keep putting baby in the corner. <laughs> Can't put baby in the corner. We're going to go and put Eli is baby in this one, or are we going to put yeah. Nucky is baby? I'm not sure which one, but yeah. <laughs> you're putting somebody in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree 100%. Like, Eli is there. Eli is not there. Like, okay, I'm trying to think how to word this. Eli is there to give a warning. Eli is there to tell him right. because Eli knows that he's fucked over Nucky enough that yes. odds are Nucky will never forgive him. Right. So your best bet at this point is to make sure that your bet with Jimmy goes smooth. And so he's there to tell him like, hey, Nucky's dangerous. Nucky's smart. Nucky knows what he's doing. Don't fuck around. And all that Jimmy can sit there and say is just basically, oh, you're pissing on my party. No, bitch, this isn't a party. Like, yeah, like you think that this is over. You haven't won anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he gave up the, the the position or whatever, essentially, is what he's right. saying. He's like, it's not over. There is still right. so much more that can possibly happen. Because yep. Nucky still has a lot of pull with a lot of people. Yep. You mentioned that, and I was like, but would Nucky actually come after him? Because even, even before, he always regarded Jimmy a little higher than Eli. Like and that was Eli's whole problem was that was that Nucky treated Eli worse than he always treated Jimmy, who was never he you know this was before in season one when Jimmy was just a you know a hired man he was just the you know the the, the shit shoveler right um, yeah 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 and even in that position um, he was getting preferential treatment from Nucky so now I'm thinking well shit is is Nucky gonna continue with that and you know not completely fuck over Jimmy and Eli's going to feel even more shitty. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But uh, you you were saying that stuff and it I I was I started forming a hypothesis <laughs> on what's going to happen later. So <laughs> well, we'll get into your hypothesis at the end. So <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh so the last of Jimmy uh that I have down is um in honestly in my notes I even have a Jimmy's drunk as shit and Right. <laughs> He's slurring all these horrible, like, these horrible things that, uh, before the, he says that, he says some stuff like, like, you stupid motherfucker or something like that, right? And, um, uh, Mickey's like, hey, man, kind of calm it down a little bit. But then when yeah. he brings up any, any, any mentions and he does the racial slur with the Jew, uh, Mickey's like, hey, he's like, no, like, don't, don't do that. Like, that's, right. Like, he, he takes that really serious. And we've seen, Manny Manny's religious okay whether you he's not a I don't think he's a good person but no but he takes the tenets of the 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 Jewish religion very very seriously seriously. you know he he can't he can't kill somebody if they're injured you know he's he takes his faith 
very seriously and right. who he is, his identity. He takes himself as a Jewish person very seriously. Yes. And the fact that Jimmy is up there and insulting him, Mickey's just like, hey, man, like, don't you're you're really pushing some boundaries at this point, which to me, which is funny, you know, <laughs> why? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> well, it's 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 just funny for for. Mickey oh, again, be the one Mickey being the smart, me, Mickey finally being like the reason, like the, the voice yeah, of reason I mean, for He's what? always the one throwing out slurs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he called it the, the like, it's so weird that it's, that it's Mickey, the one that's like, hey, man, wait a minute. But, that's a little too far. Okay, like, hold on. What are you talking? Dude, you're the one that's always like in season one. Nucky was like always. What the fuck are you talking I'm about? To like, my, stop, hold on. Stop being racist. <laughs> I'm about to defend my boy Mickey here. Mickey knows when to turn the racism on and off. <laughs> yeah, he, I guess he knows where the line is. <laughs> if it benefits Mickey, he turns it off. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's why he's honestly a good person. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. He's honestly not a good yeah, person. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> and so at this point, you like, Jimmy's hurling these things at him and stuff like that, and then he ends up uh, throwing Mickey, that son of a bitch, throws Mickey <laughs> off the balcony, right? And which he just uh, grabs him by the neck and throws him right over the right? balcony. It was crazy. <clears throat> now, what did you, did you gasp or like? What did you think when you saw that happen? Because we've seen jimmy do some weird things we've seen jimmy kind of act irrational on occasion right but not to this level into this public demonstration right this was and extremely public yes yeah it's out in public i mean this was a couple of things number one it was a power move because now he's he's on top right so he's got to show some dominance okay and you know obviously this uh this action was affected by his drinking. The dude's drunk, so he's just whatever, has no inhibition, so he just throws the dude over the balcony. But it was a power move. Uh, the second, I don't know. I I mean, it was it was obviously meant for Manny, um, but just judging by Manny's face, I don't know that it went over the way Jimmy thought it was going to go over. I don't think it went over at all because Manny just like looks Manny at him. Probably, <laughs> yeah, he just he just looks at him and like has even kind of got a smirk on his face. Like, oh no no no, that was a sign of weakness. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that's how Manny took it. Uh, you know, Jimmy thought it was a power move. I think Manny saw it as like, oh no no no, you're. You're still weak. You're still that boy that I just called you. Yeah, no, that's exact because that's what a child would do. A child yeah. would do that. Oh, you want me to come down there? Ha <laughs> ha. Let me do this. Like that is exactly what a child would do. Yeah. And Manny saw that. Manny's like, "You're you're losing it. You're losing your right. cool," which is what he's doing. Like that's what Jimmy's. I feel like we're seeing a breakdown in him at this point. Yeah. He's slowly losing what makes him a rational person. Like what makes. Right. And like I said, he can be thrown off. I get that. But throwing somebody over a balcony in yeah. a supper club, that's a whole nother level. Like that's right. It's just one step before he could have shot like uh, shot Mickey Doyle in, in his head. Right. Like it's right. literally one step away from that point at this point. So because right. yeah, it, it, it's not a good it's not a good sign. Like I don't no. feel it is at all. <clears throat> nope. Nope, not at all. Um, 
that's really that's all I have on Jimmy's story for the most part. Like I said, we'll come back and we'll touch on it a little bit with Nucky's as well. Uh, did you have anything else on Jimmy's? No, I don't think so. Uh, that covered most of it. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, he's just he's deteriorating mentally and physically. I mean, he's he's kind of. Uh, I feel like he's probably gotten to a point where uh, something needs to turn around for him. Um, I, I don't know, reconciling his two worlds, um, not being in the position that he's been kind of forced into. I don't, I don't want to say forced. I mean, he, he wanted it, but now that he's there, I don't think he wants it. Right. No, I, (laughs) he doesn't want that position. I don't think he does at all. Right. So, um, I mean, something's got to happen for him if he's going to be, you know, continuing in this, in this whole series. I agree. We'll go back to Jimmy's a little tiny bit in Nucky's. We're going to go ahead and yeah. uh, finish off this first half. Uh, I have some stuff on the side stuff just to kind of talk about, which we can go over just really quick. Um, yeah. So Angela's storyline, I don't honestly have a lot. Okay. Yeah, no, neither do I. Other than, okay, other than I just, I fucking hate her. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like it has nothing. I don't care that she's gay. I have no issue with that. I don't no. care. Like, hey, you're you're stuck in this marriage that you don't like because of the 1920s. You know, right? I, I get it. That sucks. Okay, I get it. You can't be yourself. That sucks. Right. That sucks bad. I just don't like her because one, you just met this chick. Okay, you just met her. You're there with your kid, and now you're going to a party with. I have it in my notes. I'm smacking it around (laughs) in my notes. You go to a party with a bunch of drama kids from high school. Okay, dude, (laughs) dude. Okay, can we just say this? Go, please, please. (laughs) Fucking Vincent Price Jr. Jr. (laughs) Like, who the fuck is this dude that they meet at this party? Okay, and. Let me let me let me let me give some background to what we're talking about here because Angela meets up with this bitch at the beach where she gets like she gets tagged by the fucking decency police for wearing a bathing suit that goes yeah, above it shows her knees. knees. Yeah, I get it. Like <laughs> 1920s, I get it. I get I get that. Like th- But she's from San Francisco. <laughs> Going so. down to San Francisco. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, but yeah. So, and and you're right. Angela just jumps right in. And is like, oh, I'll pay for her indecency ticket. I, you know, that's fine. Which is ten dollars. Like, what was that back there? Like a hundred bucks? That's like a fucking yeah. That's a that's a legit ticket right there. Okay, <laughs> make sure we're clear. So like, you're just paying for this just just cause? Like, damn it, Angela. Like. At least get to know a, a, a know a person before you go and pay for their tickets, <laughs> right? Even though the, the even though the law is obviously stupid, that law is stupid. Oh yeah, oh it's dumb as shit. Yeah, yeah. Because to be to be honest, I think Angela's swimsuit was shorter than hers. Yeah, I was right? when I was watching. I was like, I, I saw knees. I saw knees. I definitely saw hot, knees on Angela. But I hate Angela, so right. <laughs> but I think I saw some calf definition as well. So <laughs> all I'm saying is, Angela's a horrible person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, she's okay. Yeah. I don't actually. Okay, to be honest, I don't think she's a horrible person. I don't. I just don't I understand like where she's coming from. Just like you said, like you can't be yourself. That sucks. That that really sucks. That it's a, you know that you have to hide yourself. I I understand, but you're you're basically the female Murdoch, and I just can't fucking 
I can't. Can't stand for it. No. Can't stand for it. So you're at this party who you go to they they her and this girl that they meet at the beach they go to this uh party at this house where it's all a bunch of uh, i believe i put it the the uh, what the girl says is performers they're local performers <laughs> aka <laughs> it's drama theater. kids okay yeah theater theater nerds like what is what <laughs> i chopped up a snake and then i wrote on her says oh, i thought you were talking about my penis oh yeah. it's clever <laughs> sexual innuendo literally the same i i heard oh. the same joke and I'm gonna be real honest. I was I was a theater. I, was I a know theater that's why I'm saying it because you can. Give, <laughs> I know that that's why I'm saying it because I know you can give. Some I grew death. out of it. I didn't make it my fucking living that didn't pan out, and so I live in a fucking commune house on the beach. I did not do that, but um, but yeah, I, I swear to God, I heard that joke in theater at some point. <laughs> exactly put like that. So yeah, these are legit straight out of high school, like. This is high school musical kids that never grew up. No, they're drinking cheap ass red wine and just hanging out thinking that they are the most smug, cool people in the entire universe. They're so open and so cool. And yet you're an ass and I can't stand you. (laughs) That's all I have for Angela. (laughs) I honestly, I really didn't have a lot more to put about her other than that. So we're obviously seeing she's going – and I don't want to say this like she's going back on her old habits because habits makes it seem like it's like this like there's something wrong with her. I'm not trying to say right. that. Um, she's obviously more like – she's done with Jimmy. This is she's, where she feels comfortable. These exactly. are the kind of people that she she feels she's, comfortable being around. What was it? Um, uh, Jillian said she's a, a, a – not a vagabond. Um, a, a, a bohemian. Bohe- boho. Yeah, yeah. boho. <laughs> But this is who she fits in with. And that's cool. Like, right. if you want to do this, that's cool. Like, you know, that's your life, right? You do what you want right. to do. You know, just understand you're a, a, a piece of shit and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. We're going to lose, like, at least half of our <laughs> half of our subscribers right now. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm not even going to edit it out because I'm just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> but... I don't know. I, I just, I can't, I don't know. I just, I can't stand that type of environment, but that's me. I'm not that person. I wasn't in drama, you know, you were in drama and you hated. I absolutely like, was. <laughs> I, and I loved, I loved theater. I, I really did. Like in high school, that was my shit. That was my jam. I didn't, I, I played football for a couple of years, but honestly, theater was way more like what I wanted to be doing in high school. And I loved it. And honestly, like here lately, I've been thinking like, man, I should like try to do a community theater or something. That'd be fucking, that'd be kind of cool. But I just didn't, I didn't completely head dive into that, that whole culture. Uh, it, it was just never really never really my bag so i didn't get into it um you know and just like you said nothing against people that that you know love that kind of thing but uh, nah it's just not, no it's thanks. not for everybody and not not for me it just it's <laughs> i don't know i just i always look at it as you're just smug like that's how i look at it they're right. very smug and i don't know that's me and i and i still know some people that i did theater with that are literally this they 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 are still this oh no i do too (laughs) trust me i do too like yeah yeah. so that's it times have not changed apparently from the 1920s if this is accurate so uh the only other short story i have on side stuff is uh 
our favorite character, Agent. Oh, Agent Michael Shannon. <laughs> Wanna just whisper really Agent Michael Shannon. <laughs> um So Michael Shannon's hired a nanny now to look after his daughter who will live with him for oh. I believe it was sixteen dollars a month. A month. A month. <laughs> $16 a month, live with him, all bills included. She gets to live there for free, gets to eat. Includes and stuff. room and board. She gets one Sunday off a month, though. <laughs> yep. One Sunday off a month. Man, talk about a steal of a job. Oh, <laughs> God. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> Can you imagine only one day, and it's Sunday, only one day off yeah. an entire month? Oh, I mean, oh, God. there is a record player. And it's the latest model. Which, I have that in my notes. Okay, <laughs> and I have that in my notes. The VV, the, it's called the VV80. Okay, and actually our break yeah. uh, is going to be over the VV80. Nice. Um, <laughs> that model came out 1921. It was literally the brand new. brand new, as he said, cost at that time $100. Now, Ooh. hold on, hold on. We're going to get weird with this, Okay. <laughs> Cost is $100. First off, $100. Remember how he tried to bribe Lucy with that? Well, I got yes. you this. Because remember, he was supposed to give her $4,000 for the childbirth. Yeah. He, it's only $100. Okay? At the very end, we see Michael Shannon has multiple $100. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, $100 in 1921 calculated to 2017 is the closest I could get. It's only $1,400. So that's like having a brand new surround sound system now. 1400 bucks, right? Yeah, I guess I so. I mean, not top of the line, obviously, but like yeah. a decent surround sound system. That's, that's a pretty good system yeah. for 1400 So yeah. it's not that out of the realm of like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I get it. I suppose so. I, I, I guess that goes with inflation. Yeah. Right? Because that would have been surround sound for back then. Yeah, that's the latest. <laughs> so... I was kind of surprised when I found that out. I was like, oh, it was only $100 because he made it sound like that was like like he spent the four grand on that, which I was right. like, man, that's $4,000. That's a right. lot, right? No, it was 100 bucks. so $1,400. Yeah, I'm sorry, but carrying a kid to term and, and giving birth by yourself is not worth $1,400. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I've i never given birth. Michael Shannon was trying to screw Lucy out of some money right Horribly. there. Horribly. <laughs> like, I love Michael Shannon, but bro, you were screwing <laughs> <laughs> Um, The only other thing I got out of Michael Shannon's storyline, though, is we finally now see he's admitting and he's accepting his corruption. If that makes any yes. sense. So yes. he has his meeting. They're having a sandwich. Um, him and his partner, they're having a sandwich on the uh, right. the, the, the uh, boardwalk. Well, that's where mm -hmm. I assumed it was. I guess I don't know that. Yeah, I think it was on the boardwalk. Um, they're having a sandwich and, you know, they're having like a little conversation about like, I think eating tongue or something like that, which, um, by the way, have you ever had tongue? Yes, I'm Guatemalan. Okay. It's good, right? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. No, I I really like tongue. I've had tongue on multiple occasions. Really like yeah, it's it. It's good. It's good. So make tortillas. It's good. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> oh, okay. I actually didn't. I had a, a it was like a taco dish made. It was like yeah, this... yeah, it's like tacos or soup. We we make soup too. Okay. Oh. So I had tacos and it was made with like chunks of tongue. It was really yes. fatty, kind of mm -hmm. like a really good like pot roast in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it can be chewy depending. 
because uh, it, it was a little honestly, chewy. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it can be a little chewy. It, it reminded me a lot of um, a squid or octopus. I don't know if you ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had that. Uh, yeah, I have at like sushi restaurants, but it, it's kind of that uh, rubbery texture, but. It can taste very good. It's a very good flavor. And then I've had tongue sandwiches before. Um, right. Tongue sandwiches not as good as like tacos. Um, it's a little more yeah. Processed. Tacos is the way to go. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, I've had I have had tongue sandwiches before. They're okay. They're not bad. It's just I don't know. The texture's a little different. It it's a process. Right. So, but anyways, we're going off. So, <laughs> um. So they're meeting and they're talking about their 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 meal and the um, owner of the establishment gives them it's basically like oh you get to eat for free I give free uh, meals to law enforcement and they state you right. know well we can't accept this because we're federal agents right. um, and then they have the discussion on what is evil and Michael Shannon talks about you know I I don't remember the Latin phrase but there's the the phrase of evil is as as evil as like right. there's there's pure evil murder evil of and uh, in and of itself it? in, and of, in itself. and of itself there you go murder is you know that type of an evil um right. you know genocide is that type of right. an evil and then you have uh evil that is what is the terminology i can't think of it it's evil that is um evil that is interpreted as evil essentially right. is what it is which is right. prohibition uh, which is accepting a bribe, you know, right. which is, um, you know, like to, in today's time period, like smoking weed, it's evil, quote unquote right. evil, right? You know, depending who you talk to. So um, they have this discussion about it and the his uh, um his assistant who's also an agent, but is under un, un, uh, underling or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Basically mentions that, you know, he joined – the department because he believed that alcohol was an evil that that this was an evil process this was an evil item that yes selling consuming alcohol it needed to be stopped and now he no longer feels that way right and we finally see michael shannon doing something we never thought we would see where he's like he basically says i agree i get where the the I, the philosophy comes from when it comes to the law enforcement when it comes to people like michael shannon but at the same time i'm like People are human. You like you have right. to put more to it than that. So I don't know. It was interesting to see this new. We we're seeing Michael Shannon from now to episode one of the of the series. Where he's much more human, way more honestly. human. Like he less of the Puritan because that's what we we pegged him and his wife as like Puritans. Like that was right. like very strict, very staunch, and now he's just more relatable i don't know he's just like he's, he's still he's i believe he's the... still a hard ass i would not want him as oh, my yeah. boss but yeah yo no no <laughs> but i believe he is like a legit like i see something i believe that he has a compassion inside of him now right all right well that's all i have for this when when we come back on the next one we'll talk about the um the second half of our side stories with the three uh main heads and then we'll get into uh nucky's story so did you have anything else on this first half? No, no, I think we covered it pretty good. Awesome. So yeah. uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to be actually listening and learning a little bit about the history of the VV-80, which is not nice. a Star Wars uh, character, by the way. <laughs> so the VV-80 is an actual device, and we will be learning a little bit about it's it. Not the 70. No, 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 no. It's legit. 
produced in 1921. It is considered a low-cost media device for the time, with very minimum features and minimum decorations. Later models included the storage counters for record albums and a felt cover. I hope you learned a little bit about the VV80. Now let's get back to chin wagging. Back from the break, and hopefully y'all learned a little something about the VV8, the 80, sorry, VV80, and it was not the cute droid in in, in Star Wars. So it's good at controlling X-wings. <laughs> I know that much. So hopefully y'all that's what I learned on the break. Hopefully y'all learned a little bit more than what y'all learned on the last break from the last episode, which was a girl, a horse, and a dog. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're coming back from the break and we're going to go right into talking about, uh, all right. So Nucky to go back, um, we're going to go back to the beginning of the episode. Uh, the very first scene of the entire episode is Nucky in a dream sequence. And yeah, now did you catch what, uh, the kid, what he says to the kid? Oh, what did he say? Um, shoot. I don't remember now. Daddy eats first. Oh yes, yeah. which who said that? Do you remember Wasn't that? His dad exactly. Remember he has the scar on yes. the hand. Yeah, on his hand, which is now the same hand that now has that. Oh, I did not put that together. Right, nice. So we'll go ahead and get this out of the way really quick. Okay, we've we have talked about it time and time again. I I love Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Not my favorite show of all time, but I do love it. It is such a good right. show, right? It's not at the levels of certain other shows that are out there, but one of the things that I love about the show is I love the I love the um the cinematography of it. I love the writing of right. it. I love the costumes. I think they do yes. a very good representation of the history and I love the scenery. I love how they film everything and stuff like that. They make you immersed into the world. Yeah. I hate <laughs> the imagery that they do inside your face imagery. <laughs> okay. I will say this again and again throughout this entire podcast. Nucky's muddy shoes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when Nucky says stigmata, could you be any more fucking yeah, in my face? Seriously. Okay. I get it. You think you're Christ. Like you are Jesus. Okay. You're helping the single women and the kids, the widows. I get it. You think you're Jesus, right? <laughs> I just want to get that done and over with so we're not talking about it anymore. Yeah, right. Because the imagery <laughs> in this is so much. And even the dream sequence itself. So, to be fair, some of the G- dream sequence, I don't know what it represents. Real obscure, and I don't know what the hell they were talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the deer, I don't know what that meant. I have no yeah. clue. Well, and now, uh, the deer, I kind of had a little okay. bit of a hint. Uh, it was some, and I feel like it might come back, but... They've had that image before in this season. Really? And that was with um, 
uh, Jimmy's birthday present that Nucky gave him. Was, oh, I, I I don't know what I don't know how it's all going to tie together. I'm sure it will, but uh, you know the hunting aspect it has been a big uh, a big part of the relationship between father and son not only between jimmy and nucky but also jimmy and the commodore because they've uh, you know hunting has come up quite a few times between the you know those two characters as well so i don't know exactly what the deer in in his dream represents because it was like injured, right? It, it had an like a bullet. Yeah, it was like a bullet wound, like on its neck or its shoulder or something right. like that. Yeah. So it's a dying deer. Um, you know, it might be uh, symbolic of Nucky's position and how it's winding down. It's dying, and maybe that's what leads him to go ahead and do what he does at the end of the uh, of this uh, episode. But. Um, you know, that imagery has been brought up quite a few times. The hunting, the father and son aspect. Um, I feel like that's what that that was trying to portray. You say that, and then I remembered you saying that. It completely even remem- like reminds me. Jimmy, when he's talking to uh, Manny, I've had venison. Right. I right. completely, you saying that completely reminded me of that. So obviously, yeah. Deer is very connected in this season. I honestly, I never even realized that. Holy shit. So, huh. So, yeah, I guess that's, you know, there's a lot of imagery there. Just like you said, I mean, there, there's a lot of symbolism. Um, this one's not so in your face because I feel like it ties into a lot of different parts of uh, this current season. But, um, well, Deer's normally you know, a there's... symbol for power. If I remember yeah, right, right? Yeah. it's normally a symbol of power of of um, uh, mas- not really masculinity. It's really just power. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, and Harry Potter. I was gonna say, and because yeah, of the Patronus. <laughs> duh. <laughs> oh wait, wait, let me do that. Like the nerd alert. Like, can we do? A sa- can we get some sound effects going? Like. <laughs> The, the the dreams I actually really like the dreams because they were kind of realistic. Like I mean, like like when I say realistic, yeah. like like I could see myself having a dream like this where yeah yeah it makes sense but it doesn't at the same time. Like you wake up and you tell like you know your wife like man I had those weirdest dream like I was yeah I was at there's my some office. random shit happening in between like yeah exactly it's like it's in his office but there's crazy shit happening inside there yeah. where it's like. This wouldn't actually be happening in real life, but this is my office, and I know some of these people. But and and even that, like, I, well, yeah, go ahead and continue. <laughs> well, no, I was just saying, like, I like the now. And but now, then, my question also becomes: the kid with the gun. Who is that? Uh, I I assumed it was Nucky as a child, or is it Jimmy? But oh. See, I I don't know when I'm watching it because he says to him, "Daddy eats first. So is he right. telling that as the father figure to Jimmy, or is he tell that that is him? That is that is the young Nucky, and he's telling him, "Hey, I've been shot through this. Your father is no longer around. I am the dad. I am this person. Right? right? I can see it going either way. So I was like." I, I don't know how to describe it other than because then the guy, the kid has the gun and stuff like that. So I was like, is it his childhood? Like it's the rest of his childhood is finally telling him it's done with. I'm no longer there. Or is it like this like weird thing eating at him, you know, that 
your your child and I'm putting quotations on it for Jimmy, your child is the one that is out here, you know, trying to kill you. Now that you say that, I think that's probably more um what it is at this point because this this happens pretty early on in the episode. This is the first scene. Right, and we don't know about Nucky's father yet. Right. At this point. No, 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 not at all. So now so you're right. I think maybe this is kind of, uh, again, because it's a dream, there's a lot of symbolism. So maybe this is about Jimmy, you know, being, uh, again, with the stag, with the, the hunting. It's it's the father-son relationship between Nucky and Jimmy. Okay. Um, From there, we're seeing that. Well, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Before, we, before we continue, there is one part about this dream that I just do not understand at all. So Nucky is in the elevator, right? Uh, that's the beginning of the dream is Nucky's in the elevator. Yes. And he's going up. Um, the uh, operator is whistling, which I- I'm not sure if that, you know. I don't know the song. Uh, yeah, I haven't made any connections there yet. But when the elevator uh, door opens up, he walks in walks into his office. And there's this group of people standing around. Who the fuck are all these people? Like, what is this? Like, I don't. Uh, that part of the dream, I did not get. I didn't. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? I didn't either. Like, that was the thing. As I don't know if it was supposed to be people that are there for him. If it's supposed to be the people that he's used to having in his in his life. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's not it's not any characters that we know. No. It's just a bunch of random ass people as far as I can tell. But they're all wearing like black clothing. Um, you know, it's it, I, I, I don't want to say funeral garb, but that's kind of what they were wearing. They were all in black. Right. Um, it, it was really weird. Tripped me out because it, it happens again later on. Yes. He has kind of a recurring dream and these same group of people are there. And I was just like, who, what, what is this? I don't understand what this means. Right. So that was the only thing that really caught me off guard with the dream sequences. Like, I, I don't know what's happening right now. Okay. Yeah. No, and that's what I like about it is this is what I like. I wish that Boardwalk did more of that where it's right. not so not in, so your, in face. your face. Like, yeah. <laughs> cause like Nucky sitting there saying this to Maga and stigmata like, okay, bro, right. I get it. That that dream sequence I love, like yeah. it is. That's what I want in this show. Very open to interpretation. Exactly, and and maybe like five episodes down, it'll make sense. You know, right? Because like I right. said, like like you have shows like uh, Breaking Bad, and you have shows like like what I've gone about my, my favorite show of all time, Six Feet Under. You know, there's mm. things that'll happen. And then five, like two seasons later, right? It goes come back. back up finally. Yeah, you know, and that's what I love. And I wish this show did like more of that with it when it comes to the 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 uh, imagery. You know, like yeah. instead of just being so in your face. But and I, th- that will be a reoccurring thing that'll be throughout this entire podcast that I'll bring up. So <laughs> get ready to be annoyed by that. So, <laughs> um. So we do find out then that um, Nucky's dad has now died and we'll go really quick to kind of go in with a little bit of the side story. Uh, Eli is being uh, subpoenaed and right. uh, it's by the attorney general and they're not happy about it. His dad, we find out, dies of, I assume, is a heart attack. It was kind of weird. Yes. He was, he's like gripping his side. So I wasn't for sure, but I'm assuming it's a heart attack. Um, yeah. n- now, did that catch you as a surprise? 
Um, I, I wasn't really surprised. I mean, he had already had an episode uh, in one of the episodes prior. Um, you know, that was kind of a scare for for Eli. So I already knew, I mean, the dude was old as shit. I mean, his, right. Well, his, no, yeah, true. His time was coming this season. I was I was pretty sure about that already. But um, were you were you, uh, were you surprised how they did it? Like it was just kind of it was kind of sudden. But I mean, you know, that's that's kind of how those things work, right? Right. No, it's no, it, it's very realistic, sudden and very out of nowhere. So it was, uh, I suppose, in that sense, it was kind of a surprise. But like I said, I I kind of had the feeling that that was going to happen at some point okay. in the near future. Okay. And so we find out Nucky's dad has died, and um, he's be- he's been within talks with uh, Margaret. He lets her know, you know, basically what's been happening. You know, um, she's the one that finds out first, and then lets Nucky right. know. And he's not really like you can tell he's upset, but he's just kind of more like, oh, I wasn't expecting that today. Like, right, right. He, yeah, surprisingly cold honestly just yes. just knowing the history of, of between nucky and his father i know he he never really regarded him as a good man because of the history they had um but you could tell and again you know a plus on the acting part of uh old crazy eyes there <laughs> but <laughs> but you could tell you could tell there was pain behind his face that he was holding back, and I think that was a, a a credit to his acting ability. That was, um, you know, you could you could see that in his in his face. I will say this: I I actually I really like Steve Buscemi. I actually really like oh, him yeah. as an actor. I think he's actually a really phenomenal actor. He's in. There's a bunch of movies out there that he doesn't get credit for, which I wish he did. Phenomenal actor. We can. There's several like movies that we can bring up in other podcasts and stuff like that. And this episode I feel actually shows his acting his acting chops, if you will, yeah. to a whole nother level than what we've seen. Cause Absolutely. He's yeah. when when Steve Fushimi signed up for this show, he was already a well known actor, but people were I, I even remember finding out about this show and I was like, wait, they have that guy in there? Like why? Like <laughs> right. you know like He's not a gangster. Like, why would? Yeah, they... this isn't exactly like the 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 big towering gangster type that you would you would automatically think of. Exactly. For this role. You're like, okay, this is weird. But then, like, now that you're like looking, you're like, you know what? He's probably what a real gangster actually looked like. Yeah. Right. You know, and and I think I told you this before. Like, now having watched a lot of these episodes, I'll. You know, I'll be watching something else, either from with the kids or with Beth, and he will show up or his voice will show up, and I'm like, "This is weird. That's Nucky." <laughs> yeah. Like after after seeing him in this role, like he embodied this role so well that like that's what I think of now. Anytime I see or hear his voice, it's that's Nucky. <laughs> this I will. Say, this show, you know, like different shows will define people. Steve Buscemi was known before this show, but oh yeah, Steve Buscemi will always be tied to Nucky. Yeah, you know, and this and to me, this episode really does show it. You know, yeah. he you see a lot out of him in this, and we'll get into it more in a little bit. But oh, it's, yeah. it's yeah. so it's watching this makes me really appreciate how good of an actor he he honestly yeah. really is. Like 
this is why you were top build. I see it now. Like I get it. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and so Nucky's been like Nucky understands now that his 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 father's uh passed away and right. um him and um Margaret now the scene this is the other this is the other and I hate going back to back because I'm sitting here talking about how awesome Steve Buscemi as an actor is and now I'm about to get into the other here's in your face hints <laughs> Margaret and the kids they're playing a game and um. Uh, at one point, um, Nucky mentions to him like, "Oh well," um, like he talks about the joke, you know, like uh, the, the, well, it's it's uh, oh, I'm jumping around so much. I'm sorry. They're talking at first, and he tells the joke about the two the two um, boats and a lifeguard. The guy dies and goes to heaven. It, they talk about making a move, and this is where he also says like, "Oh well, uh, I'll be your dad at this point and stuff like that." But the whole making a move and then everything about it, this is another in-your-face moment. And I'm just like, okay, like, you're pushing it in my face. Like, I get it. He's going to make a move, and we'll go back and right after we talk about this to talk about the Rothstein uh, uh, connection to it. But right. it's that whole other thing of just like, okay, I get it. Like, you're you're throwing it in my face. I get it. Y'all are playing this game. Now Nucky's now wanting to be officially dad. He tells him, I will be dad, which hints to the right. dream sequence. You know, daddy eats first and stuff like that. But it's also at the same time, he's basically telling him, I've now found my move. Okay, I get it. Like, that's where this episode pisses me off. Like, <laughs> like it's a long way of saying it. I'm rambling on about it. But it's just like, I just get really irritated because the show is, I feel the show's better than this, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and well, and I, I get where you're coming from, but I, I don't. Me watching it for the first time, I didn't really make the connections. Okay, that and maybe me uh, watching it as, as somebody there. that's watched it before, I'm jaded by it. So right, you, you this is your first time watching. Please, yeah, no, no explain it. Because yeah, I mean they're they're sitting around, uh, you know, playing a board game, which I. I I don't have a clue what the hell board game. Is. Um, I think it was called boats. it was called Spinny Boats Boats Tops McGavin or so, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Spinny Boats. <laughs> Spinny Boats game. Spinny Boats um, game. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's this board game all about boats and. Like you said, Nucky starts having all these realizations, like, call me dad. And he's thinking about his next move because, uh, like you said uh, earlier, uh, slightly earlier, and we'll get back to it. Um, he has a meeting with Rothstein who tells him, you know, you need to plan your next move is what needs to happen. So he has this epiphany staring at this boat's board game. And he's staring at the, I guess it was the Titanic or some ship that looks like the Titanic. And it goes back and forth Titanic? between like Nucky's face, Titanic picture, Nucky's face, Titanic picture, Nucky's face, Titanic picture. Right? Nucky's like, That's what I'm saying. We got it. All right. He's thinking about a boat. He's thinking about, they're talking about Ireland. Calm down. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> like, And, you know, at first I didn't catch it, but after like the, the 10th, pan between Nucky's face and the board game like all right I got it I got it so <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, apparently Nucky's thinking about taking a boat trip <laughs> on uh if, if I'm reading this scene correctly on Tugger he's going with Tugger and uh, uh, with Tugger oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it just irri it irritates me I get okay and you're you're the first time watching it 
but I feel that like there's a I feel there's a a, a better way they could have shown it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Then how they did it. Like, I can't have not even just rubbing it in as hard as they did, because they really did. Like I said, it was it was back and forth. Wait, like, dude, we got it. That's what I'm saying. Like (laughs) Like, two or three times would have been fine. Yeah. (laughs) That's what irritates me about the show is like things like that. Like uh, if a friend of the show, Victor. If you yeah. ever if you listen to his podcast on the Digging Dexter podcast, he talks about one of his biggest pet peeves and you've watched Dexter, right? Yes. One of his biggest pet peeves about watching Dexter is the Dexter monologue, the voiceover of Dexter that it dumbs Yeah, cuz it kind of lays everything out and it doesn't need to. Exactly. <laughs> it dumbs down the show. And I believe that that is kind of the same thing when it's when you look at Boardwalk Empire, like I'm not trying to steal from his podcast and talk about it on this, but it's there's certain things where it's just like I, I get it. And it's and we're not the only ones figuring this out, because like I said, I'm reading stuff like when I do notes for the show, I'll go through with um, blogs and I'll go through with other things from um, like 2000 when, when this show aired. It was 2011. I'll go and I'll read things and people were pointing it out then when this aired live, like people were like, OK, we get it. Like y'all can yeah. like, don't do this. So it is a it's a known thing. It's like okay, we, we stop. Just let us try to figure something out, or give us a little more. Um, oh, what's the word? A little more vague innuendo or yeah. a vague uh, interpretation of what could happen. Yes, leave it. Leave it up to the audience to interpret what's happening. But I guess you know they have to they have to cast a wide net for their for the uh, true wider audience. You know, gotta. Got to catch all the, um, oh man, never mind. I was going to sound real pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> I am very smart. Stigmata. what it comes down to. <laughs> just, just say stigmata and we'll be good. <laughs> I cast a wide range of stigmata. We're good. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, now to backtrack just a small little bit because we jumped, I, we jumped, I jumped ahead because I got irritated. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Nucky and uh, Grand Torino and yes. Rothstein are meeting now. Before we get into them doing their meeting, uh, Grand Torino. I'm trying to put it in the order. I'm sorry. Grand Torino met with uh, Capone because Capone was on the right. phone with uh, Jimmy, and yes. Grand Torino is telling him at that point, like, "Hey, he's like, what are you talking to him for? What's going on?" And Capone tells him now. And he he he, he gives him a, like a little thing like you know it, his best words of advice don't be fucking stupid leave me out of it yeah. don't be stupid now the other thing he says in is I'm meeting with Remus he forgot his partner Romulus did you get yeah. it did you get that joke yes really yes, did. Remus and Romulus I yep. didn't get it yep raised by wolves Greek oh, mythology I went to Star Trek I am not gonna lie oh shit. <laughs> I 100% went to Star Trek and I was like, that's funny. I was like, what does Romulus have to do with Star Trek? Or or had to do this. Star Trek didn't come around until the 60s. I didn't get it. They don't know anything about Romulans. Dude, I I am such an idiot. I'm a sci fi nerd. I did not even get it. And then when I looked it up, I was like, Oh, duh. I was like, because that's how they came up with Vulcan. You know, Vulcan is an actual. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, dumb. I'm a fucking moron. So. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Remus Romulus. 
so I'm component this situation. I didn't get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> was that his partner? Yeah. Was that his partner? Yeah. I didn't. I'm. I'm an idiot. So <laughs> check one for I do, Christopher I do like on that, this. Uh, that that Remus did make an appearance because. If if George Remus is going to be mentioned in an episode, George Remus is going to be in the episode. George Remus is in the episode of every episode that George Remus is in. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we also see that uh, Rothstein has a good conversation with his underlings as well, where yes. they're in a, a a stable at a it's I guess it's like a a, a horse track, and. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's there to check out the horses and well to make bets. Out. He's there to make bets too. He, yeah, he he's there to figure out who's gonna who's gonna actually win and who is going to throw the race or uh, not. Not that he's uh, fixing anything, but uh, he's there to make sure that his his picks. Rossine's there to make sure Rossine doesn't leave with less money than Rossine showed. Yeah, up exactly. With. <laughs> <laughs> and I like this is where I love this. I love this actor. Okay, I am. Rothstein is so good with words. I love this dude. <laughs> this actor, I just watched another film with him not that long ago. Um, have you seen it? The Post. I haven't seen it. I saw the preview for it. I know what you're talking about because it was on Hulu, I think. HBO. HBO. Okay, yeah, I saw the preview for it, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's 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 him." <laughs> he's in. <laughs> um, he's in the Post. And I was. Just, oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Oh, what were you, what were you talking about? No, he's in another movie that I what? just saw a preview for the other day. Yeah. Oh, and shit. I can't remember what it is, but he it's he's the main actor in that movie. So I need to watch. Oh, that he's the main. He's oh, good. shit. Yeah. So he's in the po- me and my wife. We just watched the post. The one with them. Nice. Uh, what is her name? Um. Oh, my God. It's Tom Hanks. And yeah. Oh, my God. God, I cannot think of her name. She's like the best actress considered like ever. Meryl Streep. That's it. Meryl Streep. Um, really good, really good movie. By the way, I recommend it. Um, I'll have to watch it. You know, it's very good. Freedom of the press, freedom of speech. Yeah, very good movie. And um, he plays a small little character in it. But as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh shit, it's Rothstein!" Right? <laughs> He's a very good actor. And in this, this shows it right here. Yeah, and. When he's walking in and he says, like, because he asks him, he's like, oh, he's like, I understand that, you know, Nucky was, uh, there was assassination attempt. And right. they're, they're uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Lucky, and it's because it's Lucky Luciano is there and as, along with uh, Meyer Lansky. And right. they're like, oh, well, we, we, we think that Darmody, or no, it's, it's uh, maybe it was somebody else. And he says, I would have thought it was Darmody. And they're like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. And he said, like, he makes it the point of saying, like, you know, the, the 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 downside of doing business in a stable is you get to smell bullshit. Essentially yeah. is what he's saying, right? Yeah. Those aren't his exact words. But the way that he addresses everything, when you watch his eyes, like, this dude pulls off Rothstein so well. Like, I'm in, yes. I'm scared of him myself. Because yes. when he's, like, feeding the horse, if you look in his eyes, it's like laser beams are coming out of his eyes where he's just like, I'm not paying exactly. it. I may be feeding this horse, but I'm paying attention to you. Yeah. And. Yeah. And that's and that's really it, is it? And if you look at pictures, like historical pictures of Arnold Rothstein, you, you get the sense that this is really how this guy acted. Yes. Like, it was, you, you saw everything through his eyes. He was always smiling. 
But it was always like this creepy smile yeah. that the smile was not the whole point of his face. It was his eyes telling you exactly what he was thinking. And this dude is so good at portraying that. It's like, I, I completely agree. This scene was great. And he, he really showed his chops in this scene. Now, random enough, because we're random enough, I'm saying this. <clears throat> Because we're talking about how good this actor is in this and how mm. much he plays Rossian, right? So I mentioned on another podcast uh, or another episode we did where I didn't understand the desserts. Yes. Remember how he's yeah. always eating desserts and things like yeah, that? Yeah, he's always eating sweets. So yeah. my wife, Meg, shout out to her, okay? Um, Research. <laughs> researcher of the uh, bootlegging podcast at this oh, point. that's right. Yeah, she's the... <laughs> so she found out Rothstein was well-known for eating only desserts. Really? That was a very well-known thing. He was very well-known huh. for eating desserts. Now, on top of that, he was extremely well-known for having dates. Okay? Like the fruit. Dates. Yeah. He was very well known for having dates in his presence at all time. He believed dates messed with your mind. They made you a more intelligent person. Really? Okay. Huh. I looked that up in Boardwalk Empire. Rothstein has dates. Every time you see his desk, he has a bowl of dates. Really? Nice. Brand new, fresh. Not dry dates, but brand new, fresh dates. He always has them on his desk. Nice. I went back and looked it up every time it's on there. That's how well this actor and this show portrayed Rothstein. Nice. That these I didn't I did as much research as I could to find the desserts. I couldn't find anything on it. Yeah, I was gonna say because you said you like you tried to look it. Up I looked and tried up to find. everything I could. I could never find it. She found this little bitty article randomly in this weird <laughs> thing where they mentioned Rothstein showed up at a restaurant and ate his usual. A cheesecake or a devil's food cake. He was Good known to grief. only eat pastries. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and actually, you you mentioned dates. That's apparently one of the sweetest fruits you can get. Uh, right. Dates are dates are sometimes sugar. used as a uh, replacement <laughs> for sugar in in pastries. In fact, my wife does that every once in a while. Whenever she doesn't want to just add sugar, she'll. She'll uh, uh, puree some dates and use that as a sweetener because they are. Oh, they're so sweet. Yeah, I, oh, I've, I've loved, <laughs> I love I love dates, but yeah, they're so, I guess, so uh, sweet. Guess Rothstein had a super sweet tooth. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting to find that out. That's awesome. <laughs> so that, but that that goes to show that this actor. And this show, like, that's how much attention to detail they're putting into it. Yeah, they went into They researched quite a bit, I guess, to, to make sure that it was accurate. I love it. I like me, a nice. history buff. I love it. So, uh, <laughs> so after all this is found out, we find out that uh, Nucky has a meeting with um, Rossine and Gran Torino at the armory for Atlantic City. Right. Um. Now, I don't know if there's any meaning behind this or not. The, the when they uh when when uh Nucky shows up with Eddie, right? You know that he's mm -hmm. meeting with I don't know who it is, like a corporal or uh, I I don't know. Somebody yeah, with that like one of the, I don't know if it's a national guard there. or the state police. I don't know. I have no clue. But they have uh these machine guns. Now, I know I know firearms pretty well. Do you know what machine gun he had? I just always referred to it as a Tommy gun. Okay. Why is it called the Tommy gun? 
I don't know. It's called the Tom- <laughs> Thompson Ordinance is the name oh, of it. Oh, okay. Nucky Thompson. I don't know if that's any oh, connection. Oh, I don't know if there's a connection in it, but I was like, it's a Tommy gun. The name of the manufacturer is called Thompson Ordnance. Um, okay. I don't, I don't remember the founder of the gun. They're honestly, they're, they're actually, they're really shitty guns. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I, I, for some reason, I feel like I've heard that they jammed up quite a bit. <laughs> horrible. They okay. So yeah. <laughs> old job I used to have. Um, I was at, you know, an instructor for a firearms uh, a company, right. and. We would have people, we would have packages. They're fun to shoot. Don't get me wrong. They are very fun to shoot. A full auto Tommy gun. They're very fun to shoot. They're garbage guns. They are not fun. <laughs> when I watch like Saving Private Ryan where uh, Tom Hanks' character always has a Tommy gun and it never jams, I'm like, bullshit, not accurate. <laughs> that gun jams every 25 rounds minimum. So, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if there's a connection in that, but I was like, Ducky Thompson, Tommy gun, you know. I don't know. So I mean, and speaking of connections and with the Tommy gun. So I, I was thinking about this the other day because I don't think I ever mentioned it, but Al Capone, the actor, uh-huh. actually played the character Tommy in Snatch. Oh shit, and, you're right. <laughs> and his and his character <laughs> claims that his name is Tommy because he was named after the Tommy gun. You're right. But <laughs> But Turkish, his uh, his business partner, uh, points out that no, he was named after a, a was it a Russian <laughs> belly dancer? I think. I think that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, I thought you you mentioned the Tommy guns. And I was like, oh shit, you know what? The, the Al Capone. He's <laughs> I always forget he was that character. <laughs> yeah, he was he was Tommy in Snatch. Oh my god, I always forget he's that. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. <laughs> I know, right? That's a good ass movie. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. We can make this podcast go so much longer. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh shit. We uh, just go off on tangents and shit every five minutes. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the writer of this show had that in mind when they were Yeah. Watching... <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, I don't even know how to get back on topic. Let's just end the podcast. Let's <laughs> just end the episode yeah. right here. <laughs> oh God. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck were we even talking? Oh, the- so they're at the they're they're there at the armory. Yes. They- <laughs> and Tommy guns. Okay. And Tommy guns. <laughs> so we find out that um, Rossine. <laughs> Nucky and um, uh, Torrio are meeting, and they're they're basically discussing what they've found out so far. Nucky mentions that yes. uh, the person that tried to assassinate him was somebody by the name of, and I'm probably mispronouncing the guy's name, but a, a guy by the name of Vito uh, Scorsesio. Bibbidi bopity beppo. Bibbidi bopity. Yeah. <laughs> and that um, the guy was living in a boarding house that was owned by Capone. So right. immediately when he says this. Torrio's like, fuck. I told yeah. him not to get stupid. He got stupid. Yeah. Because it's now everything's connecting. Right. right? And uh, Rossi mentions that. Um, what does he say? He says they've been asking. Uh, uh, Lucky's been asking me questions. And Nucky even says he's like, can you va- can you validate uh, what they've done? And he says, I cannot do it. Yes. You know, yeah. and so at that point, they've all realized, and Nucky says the good line of uh, the pups have now grown fangs. 
Yeah. Which even Capone even says, like, if this is what's happening, he's like, I'd fucking kill him. Like, yeah. or that's what Tori or not Capone. Sorry, Torio. So if Capone was the one that came up with this, Torio's like, no, he's like, fuck it. You got to do it. But then Rossing's like, no, we have to do something different. We have to figure out something right. else about it because they're not wanting a full out war, essentially. Right. And so, yeah, Rossing. Yeah, he's he's telling him like. Uh, sometimes because uh, i mean rossi knows how this shit works he bets and he even says that like i i've made my living placing bets yes sometimes you just have to sit back and plan your next move because sometimes there's not a bet to take so you just stop and you wait and you watch and you plan out your next thing and that's what we were kind of talking about earlier when Nucky sees the boat and shows his face and the boat and his face and the boat and his face and the boat, <laughs> he's planning his next move. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I, I, I guess Nucky finally gets the realization that, okay, I need to make a move in the background. I can't do anything about this right now. Right. Let me just plan. Right. And so that leads into Nucky now coming up with a new scheme. About what he's going right. to be doing. And he meets with, uh, that's before, you know, he goes and meets with Margaret and tells her what's right. going on. Uh, we also find out that he meets now with Eli. They're at the funeral and. They're at the wake. Wake. Sorry, not funeral. The wake. And he's there early and Eli is more or less surprised that he's there. Right. And then Eli. This is where I fucking hate Eli. I'm sorry. Yes. I, f I cannot stand him. Yep. He says to Eli, this was your, f or, or, or what is it? He's like, I should have been in. I should have, or what is it? Uh, and Nucky says, I should have been in the box. Are you surprised I'm not in the box? Something along those lines. Right. And then Eli said, like, right. I had nothing to do with it. No, you're a fucking yep. liar. You're the one that yep. suggested this. Yep. And I, I feel like Nucky even knew that because he kind of calls him out on that. Like it, yeah, he says I, I he's like you didn't exactly stop what it. Says. That's what he says. Yeah, exactly. But you didn't stop it. Like he, I mean, <sighs> fucking Eli. And <laughs> like I said, even uh, uh, Nucky even calls it Eli out on taking responsibility because he won't. Eli is such a just a skeevy little bitch. Yeah. In the scene. Oh God, like, that's all I can describe it. <laughs> he he's such a little bitch. Like uh, Nucky even tells him like fucking grow up take responsibility for once in your life like he won't he refuses this was your deal you're the one that made the call you're the one that told jimmy this is what needs to happen but you refuse to actually admit that this was your idea yeah you skeevy bitch <laughs> <laughs> tell us how you really feel so <laughs> no i agree 100 percent. like uh the whole the whole talk between him and eli is good because it does show that they are still family. And, right, you know, because right. he's like talking about, like, well, why didn't you have the wake at your house? And then he mentions, well, you yes. don't remember, you know, your great uncle or some, some shit like that, right? But the same thing at the same time, it's he's basically telling Eli, he's like, I, I came here to be by myself. I came yes. to show my respects. And then he, like, even talks about, like, if there's a heaven or a hell, Eli, or uh, not Eli, sorry, Nucky mentions, like, he doesn't believe in heaven. And 
He says even if he, even if he did, his dad wouldn't be there because of the way. Yeah, you dead. think this son of a bitch would be in heaven, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which Eli then is all like pissed off about it because he's like he wasn't that bad. No, he fucking was. Which I guess for Eli is understandable because Eli was always favored by his father. I mean, Nucky was always uh, his father always treated Nucky like he was a piece of shit, and Eli was the greatest. So I kind of understand that part of it, but still. Eli knew that that's, that was the situation, and yeah. he still went along with it, and he still took all of that. You know, but I favor. think Eli has selective memory because Eli doesn't remember the like the wake in their house and stuff like that until the very right. end. I think uh, Eli has very selective memory on this. That's how I took it. Is Eli's like, yeah. but it's, it's the same time. Eli also doesn't want to admit that he was like the one that was behind Nucky getting a, a killed. So. Right. I don't believe half of what Eli says because he's just he's he's so two faced and he's been he's been throughout so far. So like I hate uh, Angela in the show, right? But Angela's honest to who she is, right? Eli, I fucking hate. I hate (laughs) Eli. I hate him. I hate him so much because you lie like that is it you yeah. you are not true to who you are you're not true to yeah. anybody other than yourself and you're not even true yep. to yourself and that's yep. what i fucking hate i hate eli yep. so i hate eli more than any character right now i'm not going to lie like i hate him more than any character <laughs> <laughs> like he could die this episode and i'd be like well he died 3 episodes too late so <laughs> Like that's you. You hate you hate Eli. Like I hurt. Uh, I hate Murdoch. Yeah, I do. I will. I will in the podcast right. Who, who actually? Well, we'll probably talk about him in, yes. in just a minute. <laughs> no, we will one hundred percent talk about uh, uh, Daredevil here in a second. It's actually. I think, he, I think he's next up on my notes. Let me double check. Actually, he is next up on my notes. I was gonna say. I think he's like next. Right. Speaking of <laughs> Matt Murdoch. This fu- and oh okay, Christopher. How <laughs> do you just, feel about Matt Murdock? <laughs> <laughs> they sit down. He gets a he gets a bottle of whiskey, and they go. He invites Murdock with him, right. and you know, let's go sit down, have a have a glass of whiskey real quick. Nucky starts talking to him and saying, um, "Hey man, where were you? Where were you the night that I got shot?" And like immediately, Murdock is like sweating bullets. And I'm like, yes, fuck you. This is what you get. Because <laughs> Nucky's like, um, so don't worry about it. I, I know where you were. And he's like, Duh. what do you what do you mean? You know, you know, what's a, what do you mean? And <laughs> Nucky's like, so you were you were out fighting for the cause. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I thought he knew. I was so mad. I thought Nucky knew what was actually happening. But no, Nucky's like, okay. <laughs> so you were out fighting for the cause. You came to America. You're still fighting the cause. So I need a favor from you. And um, he, you know, sets up, a, tries to get him to set up a meeting with. Now, who is it that he's setting a, a, a meeting up with? I think, it's, I think with, it's the same Irishman that we've already met the, early in, in the season, and, right? Uh, I, I call him like slim and tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the slender man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Creepy ass, like yeah. 100% stereotypical Irish Catholic. Like, that's. Dude, yeah, the dude that didn't like it. No, 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 I don't drink. Okay, I've, I'll drink. I've, I've, <laughs> I've allowed myself the one, I will have no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, he he sets up a meeting, or he wants uh, Murdoch to set up a meeting with this guy, and I'm guessing that this is going to be his new backer for whatever plan it is he has in his head. I'm, I'm in the next episode or two, we will find out more. I can okay. say that. So uh, it's not a spoiler alert or anything like that. You, it shows it in this in, in this episode shows what's going to be happening, but it just oh really yeah. But it doesn't. Um, it doesn't tell everything. So okay, you'll find out more in the next episode. I mean, I know that like the, the uh, to tie in all of this inside of your face symbolism, he's gonna go. They're gonna go to Ireland to to meet this person. I just hope it's not as bad as. Did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? No, I didn't. Okay, so Sons of Anarchy, they went to Ireland, and in it was for like five episodes. And it was the worst episodes of the entire series because all they did, they filmed everything in Los Angeles like they do every other episode, oh but they put a blue tint to everything. Oh, God. So it's like, oh, it's a blue tint. Where it's Toast McGoat's Ireland. Yeah, right now. now it's totally <laughs> Ireland because it's it's blue. It was the oh, it was the worst. I I hide it, hide it, hide. You're in Ireland now. <laughs> That's really what it was. It was bad. It was so bad. I was just like, this sucks. Like, because I really like Sons of Anarchy, but I was just like that. That like five episodes when they're around, and I was like, y'all are just like, it, it was bad. <laughs> this so is my bad. backyard. Yeah, <laughs> that's your film. No, it's right just now. it was their normal film sets, but they like rearranged some furniture, and I was just like, this is horrible. <laughs> but they added a blue tint literally to everything. So I'm I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know. To go along with the theme of how how the series has gone so far, that they'll be pretty uh, pretty legit with it. Yeah, I'm hoping. No, I will say I, this show never loses. I don't feel that this show ever loses its production value. I don't. Good. I don't think that. Right. So, um, really, the the last that I have on it, other than with them meeting, is just the very end of it, which is uh, Nucky has another dream, and it's kind of the right. same one that he just had, but then he also sees the. Uh, Mitt from the first season. If yes. You, if you if yeah. you caught on to that, okay. Yes. So once again, in your face symbolism. Um, right. I will say, not in your face symbolism. You hear the like panting in the background, like this, like moaning in a way. And right. he wakes up and he finds out that Margaret's daughter is the uh, temperature, uh, the the flu that she's had. She's had a fever this entire time. It's right. it's now gotten worse, and it looks like she's having like fever dreams or something like that. Yes, um, and that's how the episode ends. Now, did you get anything from that? Uh, no, not myself. Um, I, I have I have this horrible inclination that that Margaret's about to lose a child, and even my wife, uh, you know, said that too. She's like, "Oh my god, I hope her child doesn't die right now." Like, I know, right? That's going to be terrible. But considering that. I mean, they're planning on going on a boat trip. Like, well, he's a, that's disease central. Man. I don't think <laughs> Nucky's planning on it. I think he's planning on Murdoch going on the trip only. Oh, is that right? Okay. I think I think that's how he said it. He says, I want you to go. He doesn't say okay. us. He says you. I could be wrong. A hundred percent. I could be wrong. But I thought that's what he said. Okay. That would make a little bit better sense. Um, 
still, I, I, I'm a little scared about the situation that they're in right now, especially since, um, you know, Nucky finally decided that like, I'm, I'm dad, call me that, uh, he, he's just engrossed himself into the family life. And now there's this major, I feel like it's going to be a major anyway, a major point where one of the children is very sick and, you know, that's going to be just another, another, uh, another bean of drama to go along with the, uh, ever crazy situation that Nucky finds himself in. Well, we'll find out more then as the next episodes come out. Cause we still have, I think it's four more episodes. Four more. Yeah. Yep. We're on eight. So there's 12, right? Yeah. So we still got yep. four so more, four more. Um, oh, so much can happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's the end that I have. Uh, did you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, we covered pretty much everything. All right. Excellent. So that's all I've got on it. Um, We'll be coming back next week. Uh, next week's episode is called The Battle of the Century. I imagine it's going to be a very boring episode. That sounds boring. So boring. <laughs> Battle of the Century. I imagine nothing happens. So nothing. You can go nothing and you special. can go and skip the next podcast. We probably won't be talking about anything. No, seriously. <laughs> if you if you fucking skip the next podcast, <laughs> I will fucking find you. I will find you. No. Uh, that's the next week. Uh, next episode, and you can. Uh, Follow us on uh, Instagram at bootlegging uh, underscore podcast. We're also on uh, uh, Twitter at bootleg underscore podcast. Uh, Write in. Give us some uh, information. You know, give us some ideas. Give us some things to talk about. If you're seeing things that we're not talking about or you want to give a comment, uh, give us an email at bootlegging underscore pod bootlegging. I'm sorry, bootlegging dot podcast at gmail dot com. And let us know what, what you're thinking about what's going on. If you've watched the show before, you want to give some, drop some lines. Just don't spoil anything, okay? That's our biggest thing is don't spoil anything. Let everything go as the flow. If you want to give some hints. I will find you. Christopher <laughs> will find you and he will hurt you. So so give us a, give us some messages. Uh, rate us on uh, uh fucking rate us on podcast on, on either if you're wa- listening to us on apple or on chromecast or on google play whatever however you're listening to us give us some ratings let us know what you're thinking whether it's good or bad let us know what we can do better what we can do worse i don't care just let us know you know that's going to be some fun stuff so uh until next week we'll do a little bit of chin wagging all right 